Welcome back to the Absolute Home Service Podcast. Uh, my name is James McCarter. I'm the co-host here. Uh, Mr. Vince is not going to be with us today, so he has left me in charge. So let's see if we can get this thing rolling in the right direction. I'm here uh, with uh, one of Absolute Service's um, plumbers. Today we're going to be talking all about plumbing. Um, I'm going to uh, uh, give you an introduction to uh, to our plumber here and let him kind of roll with it. So Absolute uh, home service podcast listeners, meet Paul Jurgis. Welcome, Paul. Thank you, James. It's awesome to be here today. Glad to be here with uh, Absolute Services for this here episode six podcast. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, here to answer any of your all's plumbing questions or plumbing needs. Um, so, kind of give you all a little bit of tips going on here right now. James, shoot away. I got it. All right. First, I want to know. Let's let's dig a little deeper into the plumber. Who are we sending out to the client's house? Tell, tell me about Paul. Well, like my last name says, if you've got the urges for Jurgis, you've got the urges for a good plumber. <laughs> so um, we'll go right into that. Back in the day, before I started my plumbing career, I used to be a respiratory therapist. Really? Um, I have my associate's degree. I did work in the healthcare field for over five and a half years uh, as a respiratory therapist. Uh, I loved what I did. Um, very good. That's why I'm so good with the customers that I have and that I deal with. The only thing that got me out of it was, I have to say, it's when you're dealing with life and death situations, uh, you're dealing with family members, I mean, that you see coming in and out of these hospitals and they rely on you what what can you do about this well there's only so much as a therapist that I'm allowed to do within my practice and my scope so when you're talking to somebody one minute and you're getting to know them really well for that week and then the next minute you're hovering over them trying to resuscitate them and bring them back to life it's pretty hard when you start to build that type of establishment and one minute you're going home with a happy story one minute you're going home with a sad story yeah I definitely wouldn't be wouldn't even be able to begin to imagine so 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 transitioning from that how the plumbing field now the plumbing field um so my father uh has his own big construction company and I used to do uh, a lot of work with him when I was younger so my father had always taught me he said don't uh put your eggs in the same basket so um in case one falls my brother who now runs that company he's running that side and guess what i'm learning all the plumbing and going all the way up as far as i can go no uh, that's that's amazing and yes, you know we hear nothing but amazing feedback on you so how long have you been doing this how uh, how how much time do you have in the uh, in the practice of uh, uh, the plumbing industry now in the plumbing field I have been plumbing for now six years okay. uh, absolutely love what I do um, I mean it's always always a learning curve there's always something that you're gonna learn you're never gonna say you know everything in this field because everything's always changing yeah you you <laughs> hit the nail right on the head there um, what um, uh, so what kind of services do you provide uh, with Absolute, like, you know, clogging drains or unclogging drains or anything like that? What, what, do you, what do you provide? Well, I provide all of the above, top services and top quality, and that's, that's, all, I, that's all I give. Um, unclogging drains, I do that with a blink of an eye, um, always keeping the customer's house clean, spotless. Uh, I, make, I usually i am taught to make the house look better than it was before you got there. So, I understand. Yes, sir. Um, so I've heard you mention it now, you know, quality, uh, 
you know, professional, what, what makes, what, what makes Paul that? What makes you professional? What makes you the top-notch quality? How do you stand apart from, from anybody else that I can call? Well, it's just attitude and how you approach the job that you are going to. If, if you're going to, if you feel like you're getting up every day going to work and you're, you're dragging yourself to work, there's, there's no reason to do what you do. You get out what you put into it, and that's what I, that's what I believe in. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. And I was, <laughs> I was, talking, with, uh, was talking with Vince on, on the way in this morning, and uh, we were just talking about, you know, different things, going over stuff. And he said, uh, you know, Paul's going to be the guy to bring in here and talk about plumbing. That man loves plumbing. I absolutely, and he's exactly right. I mean, ever since I got into this field, from me being an apprentice, going all the way up I mean I've done it with a smile on my face you can you can have me on a drain and I can get hit with 10 pounds of poo and <laughs> in the face and I'll tell you what I'll, I'll I'll still have that grin on my face when I'm done with it <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to process that I got I, I see you right now and you know you're a good clean looking guy I don't know if I want to see you with uh, with poo on your face oh my um, gosh well I mean that so that just brings it up so p- plumbing jobs are not always easy uh, and they can be very messy. I mean, sound like what what you just said. What is it about plumbing that cranks your toilet handle? Well, shoot, I'll tell you what cranks my toilet handle is the things that I pull from toilets when I'm sitting here taking care of these customers' clogs and the issues that they are having. Yes, uh, we get into what can be put down the toilet and what should not be put down the toilet. Uh, granted. I mean, there, there, there's a lot that comes into play. It depends on the type of fixture you have, toilet that you're using, age of the toilet. Um, we can go into numerous things. Uh, I mean, the flushability, the power, the, the gallons that your toilet is pushing down your, uh, your drain. Even All of that sounds like stuff I've never even heard about. What, what do you, when you say flushability or the gallons or anything like that, what, is, what does that mean? So when I talk gallons, like now your, new, your newer toilets – which now we, uh, a lot of us plumbers are now thinking about, okay, stoppages down the road here. You're, you've gone from now a 3.5-gallon flush tank on a toilet, which is now illegal here in the state of Kentucky, um, and now we have now moved to the 1.6-gallon flush. So the 1.6, granted, you're going to have to use almost a full flush anytime you flush because you have to get that little bit of water all the way down to your main stack. So your main stack, meaning where everything drains out to your main sewer. Okay. And if that water doesn't get there with that amount of little water in there and you're using a lot of toilet paper, well, what do you think is going to happen? I'm assuming it's probably going to back up in that line. Yes, sir. You're exactly correct. So what what makes the uh, what makes the uh, three and a half illegal? Is that like a uh, like an environmental thing, like just waste? Uh, yes. Well, environmental. Uh, wise, I mean, just eco-friendly. I mean, a lot of people are trying to save more money uh, on their bills. I mean, technically, I mean, it's a it's a it's a good way to save the money, but I mean, it's you got to think of further issues as stoppages and right. Well, issues. and you you just uh, you just mentioned something too that I want kind of want to hit on. Uh-huh. Um, you know, saving money. How can uh, our listeners save money with plumbing? Well, our listeners can save money with plumbing. Uh, we do offer a membership through our services. Uh, what it entails is that we do preventative maintenance on your all's um, plumbing services. We also do the HVAC, the garage doors, and we now offer the electrical portion. And we will come out there 
and service all of your plumbing, your garage doors, electrical, and your um, HVAC. Now, on the on the plumbing side, mm-hmm. what are what are you doing when you come out there? Now, when I come out there, what I would what I will do is I give you a full inspection, walk through your house, let you know what the issues that you may have down the road, which could be addressed now. It's better to know than not to know. You know what I mean? Understand. <laughs> um, so when you when you come out there and you do this full inspection, right? What are some of the key things that you're looking for? Like anything that is there anything in particular that you look for that I wouldn't see on a on a daily basis? Like I know that my toilet handle might be loose, or I know that you know I might have a loose connection on the the water heater, or whatever the case may be. What what do you look for that I can't see on a daily basis? Now what I look for is corrosion. Now I look I'll go mm. look at your water lines. I go and look at all of your fixtures and I look to see for corrosion or any type of electrolysis, especially if you have older copper lines or if you have galvanized lines, which are more of your threaded type of lines, look like a silver line, almost like a gas line. Um now the older that your equipment is, the older the probably the fixture is. So taking a look at all of those issues there. Um, leads to how we solve your problem. You know, when I tell you that that is probably the biggest pain that I have ever had to deal with. When my uh, when my wife and I, when we moved into uh, our house, um, we weren't there, of course. This is how it always happens to us homeowners. We weren't there for two to three months. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we started getting water backed up in our house. Oh. And it just, it was, it was awful. Upon further inspection, um, now you're gonna know what I'm talking about. It's a, uh, it's like a, like a clay pipe. Yes, that uh, would be your terracotta clay pipe. There it is. Yes, and sir. it's like a red or something it like that. It is like a red. Yes, sir. That's what we had. Very brittle. Very. <laughs> yes, I found that out when, when, when we put the camera down in there and saw that there were roots growing in it. Oh. And there was, you know, just big, massive stuff just being blocked, and it was awful. Sewage roots awful. are always, always a big problem, um, especially when it comes to a drain line. I mean. That just tells us that you have a compromised line, which definitely a camera will tell. Um, and we can also address that issue to where your stoppage is occurring and where those roots are and try to eliminate that issue as quick as possible. Well, and that's that's definitely appreciated, you know. But, you know, coming from somebody that has kids, you said drain line. I thought that that was the trash. Now, when you say drain, when I say drain line, I'm meaning your main sewer line. So your sewer that goes all the way out into the street. It could go through your yard. It's your main sewer line. And now, when I say main drain line, I mean main sewer line. And see, and when <laughs> and when I think drain line, I think that that's what comes out of your sink, <laughs> which is where my kids think the extra food goes oh, when it goes goodness. down in there with no disposal or anything like that. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's constantly getting stuff backed up in there. So so that being said, without having like a disposal, mm-hmm. um, or whether you do have a disposal, mm-hmm. what should or what should you not be putting in your drain? When well, it comes to like you know your everyday you know not chemicals or anything, just like food or liquids or anything. Right. Okay. So food wise, you don't want any type of like onion peels, orange peels, any type of like heavy type of food material down that drain if you don't have a disposal even if you have a disposal they don't always get the clog or the 
the issue at hand. Um, so Don't always break everything down <laughs> enough for it right. to kind of go through or something right. like that. Exactly. Now, exactly. What's, is, it, is it because of like the, like the acid or something that's in like an orange or onion peel or something that clogs it up? Or is well, it just because it's like a, Im- a layer? Imagine like, so kids eat ma- a lot of macaroni. So macaroni noodles, spaghetti noodles, things like that. Well, when you put noodles in water, what do they do? They expand. Okay. So when they go down your drain line and the water hits them down that drain line, they expand in that line as well. So what it does to your lines is it causes a massive clog. Hmm. So when you see, I can't tell you the things I've pulled out of drains. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, but... Now I want to know. You can't say you can't tell me. Now Now you have to tell me, what have you pulled out of drains? What's the worst thing that you've seen that has come out of a drain? Oh, man. So I'll go back to a story, uh, a drain I did a while back. Um, so the person had a grill fire. Their charcoal was pretty much just in flames. The whole grill was in flames. So what they decided to do was oh, let's take the charcoal and dump the whole grill into the sink. So they dumped all the charcoal down into the sink. That doesn't sound very smart. Well, they ran um, a bunch of water down it, and sure as you know, there is a clog down that line. And as soon as I cut that line open, I got hit in the face with I can't say how much charcoal and charcoal water and just debris all over the place. So things like that down a line, you do not want down a line. And I'll tell you, with some of these clogs, um, some of the best things to put down your drain lines to for preventative maintenance is would be your Dawn dish soap. Now, Really? Yes. Now, a lot of people don't think, oh, Dawn dish soap. Why Dawn dish soap? Well, the reason for Dawn dish soap is if you see how it takes and cleans the grease from all of your your dishes or whatnot that you may be using for your for your sink and whatnot and for your food um i see how it cleans that little duck (laughs) that thing is so cute well imagine if it cleans those animals from oil spills and and all the other disastrous things that could happen um so with this being said the dawn dish soap helps so much with uh draining purposes so i recommend always five seconds down one side of the drain five seconds down the other side of a drain if you have a double bowl sink now if you have a single bowl it it really doesn't matter you can still do the same uh run boiling hot water if not super super hot water down right behind it so that you can ensure your pipes are clean as well okay now is there any type of chem i mean you so you said like what to and what not to put down in there you know possibly running some type of like a detergent down through there right um what kind of um what kind of chemicals would you approve or not approve of to put down in your drain now james i see a lot of people when they do this they use a lot of what's called drano drano liquid fire any of those that are on those shelves in the grocery stores please people avoid because i'll tell you some of the plumbers when they come to your house could possibly refuse your job due to the chemicals can cause chemical burns on your hands and just cause all types of reactions to the to the plumber or whoever's coming out there to service your work um, on those on that note. So what I also recommend is a more biodegradable type of treatment. And what we do offer is it's uh, called Bio One, and I believe it is some of the best stuff that I have used uh, in a long time. I mean, it's not so acidy. It's very good for your pipes. 
I'll tell you, I've seen people use Drano and liquid fire, and I'll go underneath their kitchen sink and I'll look at their drain line, and I'll just see almost deformed piping because of what that stuff can do right. to your lines. I have heard a lot of people talk about the Bio One. Oh, yeah. You know, and <clears throat> even so much to the point to where I even use it at my house myself. Amazing stuff. I, you know, I don't know what I'm looking for when I look at plumbing. That's why I trust your expertise. Yes, sir. But I know that when when you look at it, it's it's not nearly the issues uh, as if I was to you know be putting anything that doesn't go down in there. So what not to put what not to put in your uh, in your drains? You've talked about you know onion peels, oranges, noodles. Is there anything else that goes on that list of just absolutely do not put in your drain? All right, so we'll go back into toilet drains. So we'll talk about what to flush and what not to flush. Perfect. We'll go with toilet paper. Toilet paper, now that should be the only thing besides waste um, that should go down into your drains. Um, Now, I know you all are seeing at the grocery stores nowadays these things called flushable wipes. Well, that's true. Anything's flushable, but is it sewer and septic safe? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can tell you anything's flushable because when I told you that uh, I have kids that just scrape their plates off into the sink, oh, I yeah. have kids that's like, oh, hey, let's take this plastic little transformer toy and dump oh, down here goodness. and see if I can flush Optimus <laughs> down, down the drain. Well, I've, uh, I've pulled many toilets, and believe it or not, uh, I have found... Uh, I found little Legos. I found tank, like little toy tanks, toy cars, like Hot Wheels. They definitely make it all the way there. But when it comes to those issues, those can cause really bad clogs, and those are really bad for your fixtures as well. Can yes, cause yes, very, they are very much harm. Now, Paul, my son and I were huge Lego enthusiasts. <laughs> any, any of them you find, just put them in a box beside us. We'll wash them. We'll make sure that they're good to go. Um, <laughs> I, I've got a question for you. What is the most interesting thing that you've ever pulled out of a clog just you you looked and you go why is this in here how did this get in here all right so um the charcoal one was pretty good but i know <laughs> i know there's something that you you've either pulled a toilet or you've pulled uh that, that, that little uh the little underneath the sink what's that called oh underneath the trap oh the trap yes. yeah there you so, go so now underneath the sink a lot of people call it the u-joint now, we call it the P-trap because what that does is that serves for a purpose for sewer emissions. So say you, um, so instead of if you didn't have that water in that P-trap, what would happen is you'd be getting all types of sewer gases in your home. Your rooms would smell absolutely like just complete sewer. And you would be like, what is that, that, that bile smell that I'm smelling? Right. Um, and that is because you have what's called a dry trap. Always make sure that your traps are full, uh, have water in them, and that you have pretty much um, no sewer emissions, bad smells coming up from your drains. Anything like that happens, call us, and we'll be glad to take care of you. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> we, we do not like having any vile smells in our house. So, <laughs> so the pee trap, um, you've taken that thing apart. You've pulled a toilet. What, what is, I, I've got, two, I got a uh-huh. two-parter for you. You popped it off and you said, wow, what was it? What would you see? Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, I've actually pulled uh, numerous things. Well, some families think, oh, the pet fish is dead. <laughs> so what do they do with that pet fish? Put it right down the toilet. Flush Nemo. Oh, yes. He did not make it this ne- time. Nemo did not make it this time. <laughs> Definitely didn't. But I did find Nemo, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, so uh was augering a drain one time. Uh I wouldn't say it's one of the worst, but it was 
it was pretty interesting. Um, the fish was pretty big. A uh, person had a saltwater tank. Just thought they could definitely flush this uh, ginormous clownfish uh, down their down their drain. And uh, here I come over and stick my auger right down the drain. I'm pulling back. I'm pulling back. I'm feeling like a almost like a crunching sound, and I'm just like, oh goodness, what could this be? And they did mention the pet fish, and I pull my auger back, and what do I see on the end of my line? I find, marlin. Oh, I find I find a marlin, a big old one, <laughs> a big old marlin. <laughs> so that that sounds like the equivalent of like on the garage door side. Yeah. Uh, when um, there, there's not too much that we can find, except if we like were to, you know, there's wiring or anything, we had to stick our head in the attic. Right. I've ran into a couple of coons up there. Oh, or, goodness. You know, mice or whatever. But the worst one that I've ever had, you know, those um, cables that run around the drum. Oh, yes. Snakes get wrapped up in those. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Not a fan of snakes. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen a snake in a toilet? I've seen I've seen pictures and memes, and I'm like, if I ever sit down on my toilet and I see a snake, it'll be the last time I own that house because it'll be gone. <laughs> now, when I've seen that in the pictures and the memes, I, I'm just I also get uh, freaked out. That's more of what happens in the southern states. Uh, I haven't seen really that happen up here in the northern states, but uh, down in Arizona, things like that. Oh yeah, things like oh, that I, happen yeah, all the time. It. I guarantee it. So. Well, we're going we're going to talk about a couple of other plumbing. We've talked yeah. we've talked about uh, the kitchen sinks. We've talked about uh, uh, bathroom toilets. So let's talk a little bit about water heaters. What is a classic sign that your water heater may be getting ready to quit on you? Well, um, first of most, you're not getting <clears throat> sufficient hot water. Um, could be depending on if you have a gas or electric. There are several options that we would have to look into and diagnose to find out what the issue is. Um, there are only so many parts on a water heater that you can check to find out whether it's having issues, um, whether it could be an electric element on an electric water heater, or it could be a gas control valve on a gas water heater. There, there's so many things when it comes to a water heater. I mean, it's just, there's always look, if you on have a water heater, newer or older, there should be a little sticker on there that either shows you codes that it's throwing uh, and then always make sure you pay attention to those codes when you see that little blinking light on those on those water heaters sometimes you'll say okay if I see this light it's working well always make sure you pay attention to those blinking lights it'll always tell you what is going on or what's not going on now a lot of these people they have tankless water heaters now there is a lot to diagnose in those um, Usually uh, what happens, you get a hold of tech support, and they usually go forward and tell you what to do um, beyond there, and then we'll come in and do all the repairs for you on them. Now, biggest biggest issue that I have with my water heater, mm-hmm. I'm sure you get this all the time. Yeah. I can't take a shower for, but for about three to four minutes, and my water starts getting cold, and when my water gets cold, I don't like that. Oh, goodness. What can we do, Paul? Well, two things about that. Check your burner assembly, which is um, right there where if you have a gas water heater, um, right there, it's right underneath the gas control valve. And what we do is we check the burner assembly, making sure that your heat your heat is sufficient, that you're getting sufficient heat, checking all your pilot lights, making sure your pilot lights staying lit, temperature is staying the same, especially when it comes to dealing with electric water heaters, making sure your thermostats are within the same level. Because if you do not have your thermostats on the same level, 
what's going to happen is the bottom's going to heat up maybe hotter than the top or the top's going to heat up hotter than the bottom. So if you don't have simultaneous, I mean, if it's not in line with each other, um, you will not get the hot water that you need. Okay. What can we, what can we do to fix it other than checking and making sure our thermostats, is it possible that it has to be replaced? Now, uh, it can be replaced, and we do offer free estimates for those as well. So um, if it does have to be replaced, what we do is we do offer top-line um, equipment, and our, what our equipment serves is the warranties. Now, the warranties we give, um, they also are held up with our guarantees. So um, like I say, on our water heaters, what we like to do is – if we have to replace them, we'll definitely replace with top quality, making sure that you have hot water within several hours. Okay. Now, is that as far as like the providing estimates and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. Now, I could speak from the garage door side. Do do you offer any type of financing for any products or anything like that? If if we get into the uh, replacement or even the service uh, portion of it. Right. Yes, we do offer financing. So with those free estimates, um, if you do decide to go through us, uh, we do offer financing six months, same as cash or 12 months, same as cash, just depending on your credit is what you will pay monthly. Um, and pretty much uh, we get started right then and there, making sure you ha have hot water by the time we leave with a smile on your face. Well, that sounds like you're uh, you're doing something that a lot of other people around here aren't. Oh. You know, it's providing the estimates and, you know, not only that, but then the financing as well. Providing I mean, that yes service right. is everything. Absolutely. Well, and <clears throat> you're just more or less just building on your credibility from how you originally started in, in the beginning. You know, I mean, you, you've, you've said a lot and you've talked about it a lot and talked about, you know, just how professional and quality and, and all of that's really, uh, really starting to ring true. Um, one thing that I like to ask uh, all, all these professional trades that come in here, mm -hmm. um, I'm a DIYer, okay? Do it yourself. Or gotcha. I, I, <laughs> I like, I'm the kind of person that likes to, you know, I'll go out into the garage and I'll build a, a shelf. Or, you know, if I need a, to, you know, replace a piece of trim around my door casing, I will. Or whatever the case may be. I know my limits, right? Um, for your average DIYer, is, is there any part of plumbing that is for them or and, and at what point would you recommend saying call me well there's a lot um so like i said normal stoppages for your toilets um things like that i mean i do see a lot of people uh try to go out and get these little bitty hand crank snakes at maybe your home depot or your lowe's granted sometimes it could get it sometimes it it can't uh most of the time that's when you call us because um, we usually bring in the big guns. Um, now, when you're talking— And by big guns, do you mean you or equipment? Now, usually I am the equipment. There so. you go. I like it. <laughs> uh, so most of the time it's, uh, it's me coming out there uh, with my equipment, making sure that uh, you are using or I am using proper um, drain equipment so that depending on the cable size that you use for your drain, that, that says everything. Um, depending on the stoppage that you've got to. Um, some people like to think, oh, when you have a stoppage, immediately go to Drano or immediately go to grabbing a hand crank snake. And that just right there, um, they give it about 20 minutes, and then I'm usually showing up at their door. <laughs> well, and you can potentially, especially, I mean, I, I'm sure you probably have to go through a certain process of, like, you know, figuring out 
where the where the clog is or where the stoppage is or anything like that and there's tools that you have to do that um i would see it as a potential um you know causing more harm or damage you know if i go sticking a a snake down a drain and it's you know a busted pipe or like a fittings come loose and i hit it and knock it off even even more we can come into a bigger problem right right so i mean if you're if like say a, a homeowner goes out and gets an auger and they're sitting there augering their toilet well if you're not sitting there and have not been properly trained on how to auger your toilet a you can scratch your porcelain um on your toilets you can crack your toilets you can actually mess your flanges up uh a flange is in meaning the bottom piece of where your toilet sets on um to keep it from rocking to also keep the water stable going down into your pipe and shoot i've seen so many so many problems and when we run into those issue, uh, issues what we do like to offer is a camera now seeing things better uh perspective i wish i had x-ray vision like superman to where i could see issues but unfortunately we have equipment that does that for us and usually when we run into issues like that we run a camera understand yeah i mean it's 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 a whole lot it makes a world of difference when you have all the proper equipment right. uh, just you know making sure that you're being it now that's not to say hey you know you can't change your own trap or your own faucet or you know your own fixtures or whatever right. but you know when it comes into the to the larger issues you know mr uh, mr paul jurgis is the man to call so right. You know, speaking of um, busted pipes or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, what is the the cause of a busted pipe? How can we uh, avoid that? Most of the time on a busted pipe, usually due to age of the piping itself mm-hmm. or the, the way it's been maintained or protected. Um, now, in some of these older homes that you go into, um, you'll see that a lot of these water lines are exposed. Now, not having it properly reinforced with protection, meaning armor flex, almost like a foam padding going all the way across your water lines, uh, preventing freezing purposes. So a good thing that I can tell a homeowner to do is when it's cold outside, if you've got those older fixtures, leave that faucet just a little bit dripping just so that you can ensure that you've got proper flow through your water lines so that you can ensure you don't have any type of just random bursts that occur or anything like that. Now, we can get into um, ways of leaks, and um, we will look at your spigots. Your outside, so say you Hang want on, to- hang on, hang on. <laughs> hey, you said spigot. Now, I've I seen how it's spelled. Now, I got, a, I got a question. Yeah. Is it spigot or spigot? Well, here in Kentucky, um, with that southern accent. I like your I like, answer so far. <laughs> I like to say... Uh, I like to say spigot, but some people say spigot uh, with a G on it, and I like to say the CK at, on it. So I just like to give it that extra k at it. So <laughs> hey, how do you how do you think our behind the scenes Greg would say it? <laughs> spigot. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> um, we love you, Greg. <laughs> so so now now you just now you you started talking about that. Um, I'm assuming you were going to say leave the hoses twisted off yes so what i want to say um on that especially with it being cold like a day like today um snowing very cold outside temperatures just dropping i mean uh the last thing you want to do is come home from work or walk outside this morning and just start seeing water all over the place just gushing water 
What I do recommend is always taking your hoses off of your spigot, and uh, but I like I like to call as well hose bibs. So um, what you'll do is you'll remove your um, your hose line from the spigot itself, and then easily just crank the water on. If you do not have a shut off inside of your home to shut off the spigot from the inside and then drain all of the water from the existing um, the existing hose line so that you can prevent leaking purposes. Two follow-ups. Yes, sir. Hose bib. Mm-hmm. Never heard that. Now, hose bib is another name for a spigot. So when us plumbers come into your house, if we say hose bib, uh, spigot, I mean... Those two right there are indications of what you wash your car with, what you water your plants with. <laughs> Got it. Makes makes complete yes, sense. I've never you definitely uh, definitely learn something every single day. Um, oh, yeah. Second follow up. Why do you need to take the hose off outside? Now taking the hose off outside that will prevent you from having a frozen line. Now say you have your hose wrapped up. Mm-hmm. So what that water is going to do is it's going to set and it's going to drip into that hose line with it being cold. And then what it's going to do is it's going to freeze on that line and then going to freeze up into your hose bib, causing your your hose bib or your spigot to burst and then causing A, a massive amount of damage all over your house or B, water leaking outside and... Also, water bill increasing tremendously. That makes a lot of sense because, I, and I've never thought of it about uh, that particular way. So if the if the hose is off of there, that water's just going to drip and hit the ground. Yes, sir. But so if it's in there, it's going to fill that hose up. And if you correct me if I'm wrong, but when water freezes, it expands, it expands through the lines. That is correct. Okay, so we don't want that hose filling up. So note taken. I do it anyway. It's one of those things I blindly do because my wife tells me to. Mm-hmm. I, pick, <laughs> I pick my battles. That's not one of them. I don't understand it. I do it anyway. Um, so let's let's say that we don't have that you know that huge uh, catastrophic event of you coming home and just seeing water all over the place because obviously you can see that leak. Um, I have a leak. I know I have a leak. I either a, I see, you know, my water bill's gone up, or it's slight. I can see that little meter turning. Uh, I can't physically see it. How how do you detect a leak? Where how do you find out where that leak is and where it's coming from? Well, two things. Um, what you do is you'll you'll a, you can sit there and trace the leak by finding out the fixture or where it's at. Um, so what you'll do is you'll find out where exactly the issue was starting from. So where you're losing pressure, you could be losing pressure in your house. That is another indication of a leak. Um, What you'll do is, A, you can go out to your water meter outside. Um, If you do have an inside uh, shutoff that shuts off all the water to your home, what I do recommend is shutting off the water to your home, going outside to your water meter, and then opening that up. And then looking to see if that little bitty dial on that meter is spinning. If that meter is still spinning, you've got a problem outside. Now, the the little the little dial on the outside that's that's where the the main shutoff is. Now that is where now where that little dial is spinning, where your uh, water meter is outside of your home. Um, out in your yard, that is where you will turn off your water if you do not have a main water shutoff in your home. Now, should I know where those are? 
Yes, you should always know. Know uh, you should always know where they're. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you should always know where you're, they you're are at. <laughs> you're just ready to go work on work on somebody's plumbing issue. You're ready to get out of here, aren't you? <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm all forward for what I do. I mean, I love. <laughs> I love getting out there and getting busy. I tell you. <laughs> now, what's what is your favorite thing about what you do? Now, what I do is a uh, customer satisfaction. Seeing that customer with that smile on that face. Uh, after I do what I do at the end of my uh, job, uh, that's that's what makes me smile and make me keep going at the end of the day. And we can sit here and talk for another hour about this, and yeah. I completely agree. Uh, there is absolutely nothing better than when you show up and you have someone, I mean, literally the old saying, let's turn that frown upside down. Yes, sir. That's literally the opportunity that you have at your hand. Right. So when you when you can take them and that horrible situation that they thought they were in, like, oh, Paul, you know, I, my toilet won't flush or this is clogged or my water heater, blah, blah, blah. And then you leave same day of fixing what their issue was. And they, it's something they thought was impossible. And you had the opportunity to make that possible. Yes, sir. So we'll turn their bad day into a good day. <laughs> I, I, absolutely, I absolutely love it. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit more um, real quick. We're, we're getting close to uh, wrapping up. Real quick about the about the memberships. Just one more time. Right. What are what? Are, so as far as like the um, um, the water heater and the uh, toilet go, are there anything else that's like? That, that you would look at or that you would check underneath that, you know, service membership that we offer uh, all of our clients? Now, uh, yes. So when I'm also on that uh, inspection, what I like to do is I like to check all of your drains. I like to check every fixture in your home to every shutoff in your home. I also like to let my customers know where their main shutoffs are in case they don't know where they're at. Um, we'll also, also sticker any of your shutoffs any of your water heaters, uh, even underneath your sinks on your trap. So, hey, when you have a leak underneath the sink, you open up your kitchen sink uh, uh, drawers or doors, and guess what? You see our name right there. You see that? You go, You have a problem on that water heater? It's stickered right there with our name on it. Call us. It just it sounds extremely thorough. Now, you just mentioned every shutoff. Yes, sir. There's more than one? Oh, yes. There are more than one shutoffs in your home. Um, so you not only have a main, you also have shutoffs underneath your kitchen sink, underneath your toilet, even underneath your bathroom sinks. You will have shutoffs even on your hose bib or your spigot. Um, if you do um, not, then usually it's because of the older plumbing and how it was plumbed in before. Um, but you call us, we'll get out there and have you shut off on there in no time. <laughs> so, if it, so if there's not a shut off, you can you can add one. So, yes, sir. What, what, why would I why would I need that particular uh, fixture, whether it be the water heater, the sink, or the toilet? Why would I need that isolated? Well, you want to definitely have it for uh, isolation purposes, due to if you have to maintain it. So if I got so you don't have to shut the water off on the whole house. I think one big one. I mean, now that you brought that point up, is probably. What if it was leaking? Now, exactly. So if you have a leak, always those shutoffs come in handy. If you have a leak somewhere, say you have a a leaking water heater, and you're like, oh, my goodness, I don't want 40 or 50 or even 75 gallons of water all over my house. So what you'll do is you'll have a shutoff, which is right on the cold side on your water heater, and you will go and you will immediately grab that, shut that off, and say that that shutoff does not work. 
Well, then you will go to your main and you will have to shut the water off there. And then that's when you'll give me a call. Understand. <laughs> well, so is there anything else that you would like to add? Any anything we've not discussed? Anything that you would like to to, to explain to our listeners? Actually, I, I do have one last question. Yeah. What is some? I, I mean, we hit on this earlier as, as far as DIY. Okay. What are some things that homeowners need to do? Okay, for HVAC equivalent, um, changing out their own air filter if they feel comfortable. Garage door, lubing down the door. Plumbing world. What can the what can our listeners do um, on their own that, that they can maintain um, short of putting in Bio One or some right. type of detergent? What yes, can sir. they do to maintain their own equipment? Well, um, like I like I said before, um, especially if you know like you've got holidays and and you've got a lot of family members, guests, people who come over all the time, and they're using a lot of your fi- fixtures, running water, things of, things of that nature. What you'll do is always sit there and always run a little bit more water after after you've say you've done a bunch of dishes and you've had a, a big dinner or a very hefty meal. Always run a little bit more water. Give it give that toilet another another flush if you have to, just to give that water. Just let that water go through that drain to ensure you have proper drainage. Um, Flow is everything when it comes to plumbing. That is a that is a good tip. I, I do I do like it. Well, Paul, we appreciate your time. Uh, appreciate the ex- extensive knowledge that you have uh, in this area um, and, uh, you know, t- and sharing that not only with us but all of our listeners. Like, we really thoroughly appreciate it.